A German couple gets married at McDonald's for the ultimate American wedding experience. Amateur astronomers file class action lawsuits against the telescope companies. And a family takes down a death-themed Halloween decoration because of a neighbor's cancer diagnosis. These are the weird stories for Monday on Weird AF News, the only daily weird news podcast in existence. I have three weird news stories, as I do, Monday through Friday, for you, for you, my listener. Let's do it. A German couple got married at McDonald's because they wanted the ultimate American wedding. I guess they couldn't afford Dave and Buster's. Got married at a McDonald's. This is the ultimate American white trash wedding. If that's what they're going for, good job. Before heading to their wedding ceremony earlier this week, newlyweds Mike and Kathy Haller and all of their 23 guests made an unexpected pit stop at their all-time favorite restaurant, a McDonald's. In, a, in the small town in Michigan. Are they going to tell us what town this is? The German couple rolled through the drive-thru in a red Mustang with the establishment's jingle, I'm loving it, plastered across the doors and its distinctive golden arches emblazoned on the hood of the vehicle. <laughs> they went through the drive-thru and got married through a McDonald's drive-thru. I didn't know you could do that. I know they have drive through weddings in Las Vegas. In fact, one could make the argument that uh, a more American wedding would be to get married in Vegas by an Elvis impersonator when you're both wasted at midnight. We could make that argument. We have a quote here from Kathy, the bride. She said, I think when someone asks me about my favorite part of the wedding, one of my first things that will come up is McDonald's. The experience we had there was so unique, so special. The next time I'm at the McDonald's, I will have these memories with me forever. This couple is from Munich, Germany, and their guests, most of whom also hail from Germany, feasted together on cheeseburgers, fries, McNuggets, and Cokes in their wedding attire. Uh, the McDonald's ambiguous purple mascot Grimace even joined them for the celebration. What, in the parking lot? I mean, it sounds like they didn't even go inside the damn thing. Is there a video of this? I'm so curious how a McDonald's wedding goes down. I've never been invited to a McDonald's wedding. I would totally go because it, it, it would seem to me to be weird. And if I'm being honest, I would like the wedding to be at a McDonald's in Germany because I heard the McDonald's in Germany sells beer and you need a, you need beer at your wedding, right? The Hallers, who consider themselves McDonald's mega fans, happen to also be world travelers. They go all over the world. They say anytime they visit a new place in the world, they always make a point to stop at the local McDonald's. I don't know why. Why wouldn't you want to eat all your meals at the local places? You're going to go to a McDonald's, huh? You go to McDonald's in Taipei. Oh, I'm in Kenya. Why not go to the McDonald's? Although, you know, I have to say, I've been to McDonald's in Asia, and they're, they're a little different. The food's a little better. The customers don't look like zombies either. It's, uh, the employees look like they can be trusted. It's a different experience altogether compared to the McDonald's experience in America. We got a quote from the groom, Mike. He says, yes, we've been to McDonald's in Japan, Israel, Italy, all over Europe. It's always fun because you have your standard meal that always feels like home anywhere you happen to be. Mike's a mega fan of the McDonald's. He he wore a McDonald's tie when he got married. And all his guests received signature McDonald's-themed playing cards. So that's a great gift. Thanks for the McDonald's playing cards, bro. How about you keep the cards and give me an extra 10-piece nugget? That's what, I, <laughs> that's what I'd rather have. Mike was so excited. He, he said, 
I, we just wanted to have a real, authentic American wedding. I'm sorry to say, Mike, it's not an authentic American wedding until you rack up $30,000 in credit card debt. That's just how it goes over here. <laughs> now, it doesn't indicate where they're going to be having their honeymoon, the Hallers, this German couple. But yeah, if they really want an American honeymoon, I suggest go to Florida and catch that flesh-eating bacterial disease. Astronomers file a class action lawsuit alleging a telescope price-fixing conspiracy. The article begins by saying, long ago in a galaxy far, far away. Actually, it was Taiwan in 1980. A man named Dar David Shen started a telescope company. Four decades later, he's in court in Northern California. There are class action lawsuits filed on behalf of amateur astronomers who claim they're the victims of a massive price-fixing conspiracy. The proposed class actions are the latest development in a legal battle that saw iconic U.S. telescope company Mead Instruments file for bankruptcy last year after a jury ruled against the firm and its Chinese parent company, Ningbo Suni, in a $50 million U.S. antitrust suit filed by a competitor. Hightower is a telescope consumer and amateur astronomy enthusiast. Hightower filed the first claim for a class action at the beginning of June. Sigard Murphy, a retired California amateur astronomer and a telescope collector, along with Keith Uehara, a Hawaiian photographer and amateur astronomer, filed their claims this past week. They're all seeking to represent amateur astronomers across the United States, a market in which 80% of recreational telescopes are made by either Ningbo Suni or Mr. Shen's company, Sinta Technology. Neither lawsuit has been certified by a court, but they both accuse these companies of working to divide up the telescope market, to fix the prices of telescopes, and to retaliate against any competitors and to dominate the U.S. market so that they could rip off consumers, also known as your amateur astronomers. Uh, Hightower's lawsuit claims, quote, these comp companies are operated for the common benefit of one another, and they've encouraged and cooperated with defendants and their co-conspirators to fix the prices of telescopes and dominate and allocate the markets for telescope manufacturing and distribution in the U.S. I say, yeah, I say, go get them. Yeah, take down this monopoly, amateur astronomers. You know, nobody has a monopoly over the stars. This is what happens when you mess with nerds, by the way. You mess with nerds, you get lawsuits, man. Nerds are smart. They know how to, they know how to get together and... Uh, find a lawyer or two you can't mess with the nerds now the article goes on and on to give the details and there's a lot of uh, difficult lawyerly words to say it's very convoluted but you get the gist of it these companies have colluded and apparently the price of a telescope is now crazy in the u.s i don't even know what a telescope costs let's look it up well, uh, I'm looking at a lot of various prices of telescopes. They've totally run the gamut from $1,000. There's telescopes in the hundreds. And then some that are very, very cheap, $50, $60. Walmart sells one for $80. I, I don't know. I, I expected to find higher prices for the telescopes because this lawsuit sounds like they're jacking them up. But, uh, you know, my Google search doesn't, doesn't corroborate that claim. Uh, so uh, I don't know. Maybe I'm missing something here. Well, regardless, uh, one of the lawsuits estimates damages at about $350 million, so they're really coming at them hard here. We have a quote from one of these amateur astronomers who says, 
I just love astronomy. You know, I really love looking at the stars. What I would like to do through these lawsuits is to change the way the industry operates and restore competition. It will be better for everyone. With competition comes innovation. Yeah, and he's absolutely right. Competition is good. We want competition. We don't want monopolies. Competition does spark innovation, and it keeps the prices in check. It just does. That's how it works in the open market. And you can't truly have an open market if you have monopolies. Everybody knows that. So I hope the astronomers come out. I don't. I gotta be honest with you. I don't. I don't really look through telescopes. It's not my thing. I'd imagine there's not much to see up there anymore. There's so much light pollution. How do you even see anything? Plus, there's so much space junk up there. Have you seen the amount of space junk we have in the atmosphere? It's just surrounding the planet. I guess if you want to just look at some junk, get yourself a telescope. And uh, lastly, uh, what I'll say about this is, you know, these telescope companies. Pff, you would you would have thought they would have seen this coming, huh? Seen it coming. Come on, guys. A family takes down their Halloween decoration because of a neighbor's cancer diagnosis. The story begins by saying, Halloween decorations appear to get more elaborate year after year. They take time. They take effort. They take thoughtful planning. And they're not cheap. The Halloween decorations that I've seen recently are quite elaborate. They're getting better and better every season, which I enjoy. I passed... Many houses that were done up last night on my way to my show in Ontario, California. Shout out to Ontario. They got some good Halloween decorations, Ontario. You're doing it well. Doing it well. Amazing stuff I saw. Now, the story that I have here is from Dukin, South Carolina. We have a woman named Selena who decorated her front yard to look like a graveyard. She wanted to take it up a notch this year, so she purchased a large skeleton carrying a casket. She thought that would look amazing in the graveyard. I'm sure it did. Last week, a neighbor knocked on Selena's door and said, I know you're celebrating Halloween and all that stuff, and it looks great, but there's a man in this house with me who just got diagnosed with lung cancer the other day, and you know, the thing is just kind of scary. The man then asked for the casket to be removed as he explained he's trying to redirect the man's thoughts away from this potentially fatal prognosis that he was just given. Now, uh, of course, that's a tricky situation to be put in. Uh, on the one hand, you want to celebrate Halloween. Selena has some children, she says, that are very amped about all of the new Halloween decorations that they got. But they decided to take it down. Uh, her husband removed the decoration from the front yard, hauled it away. Selena posted about this on social media saying, you know, honestly, I was a little sad at first, but I thought about the bigger picture here. My removing the casket isn't really hurting me at all, but it might ease and bring my neighbor a little bit of peace as he adjusts to this new news. Kindness is free, everyone, and compassion can really go a long way. Selena says she still has some time before Halloween and she's contemplating what she could replace the coffin decoration with. She does love this spooky holiday very much, but she also respects her neighbors. Wow, isn't that something? You don't meet a lot of people that behave like this in the U.S., I have to say. People that act selflessly are hard to find. Um, I wanted to cover this story because it's Halloween season. And also because, I don't know, I wanted to put it out there to see what you guys thought of this decision that she made. Would you, would you have removed the casket? I mean, arguments can be made on both sides. I mean, you could say that it is insensitive to have the casket out there right next to the guy who just got diagnosed with the cancer. 
But you could also say, hey, man, just me removing this casket isn't going to really bring you all the peace you think it's going to bring you because unless you never turn on your television or look at your smartphone, you know, you're still going to see Halloween themed everything. I mean, they're playing horror movies right now. All, you know, October's filled with these, these kinds of images. You can't get away from them. You go to any store, you're going to see these images, caskets, skeletons, death. It's just going to remind you. It's going to put you in that headspace no matter where you go or what you look at in the month of October. So one could make that argument. But, I mean, I've covered some stories on this podcast about people asking neighbors to take down decorations that they found offensive uh, for you know I th- reasons I think are way more silly than a cancer diagnosis. So... Uh, on that level, I think it's a valid reason, and you know, I'm just happy to see somebody out there in the world acting kindly to another individual that they don't know. Uh, it's just very, very rare. I don't know. What do you guys think about this whole thing? What would you do? 646-450-2012. Call and leave me a voicemail. Call, man. Call. Happy Halloween. Hey, guys. As you know, caffeine fuels me. It fuels this podcast that you're listening to right now, and I drink tons of coffee, as you know. But I also have the acid reflux, which is quite annoying. So I can't drink five cups a day like I used to. I gotta, I've had to find another source of caffeine to help me get through. I have a little green elixir that I've been taking called Magic Mind. It's a great coffee alternative. Gives me the energy I need and increased focus. Super helpful. And instead of that fourth, fifth cup of coffee, I just have this little green shot. It gives me the energy I need without the jitters and without that annoying acid reflux. It's a delicious green shot. It has healthy ingredients like vitamins B and C and matcha. And for my listeners who, like me, are coffee addicts, like me, and maybe you want to try a healthy alternative, try Magic Mind. And I got an offer for my listeners right now. Go to magicmind.co slash weirdaf and use the code weirdaf20. That'll give you 20% off either a one-time purchase or a subscription. And the link, again, magicmind.co slash weirdaf. Use the code weirdaf20 for my listeners and try Magic Mind. I recommend it. Hey, everybody. Thanks again for spending some time with Jonesy and the Weird AF News podcast. I appreciate, appreciate everybody reaching out to me over the weekend. You guys can always uh, send me a note to my email, funnyjones at gmail.com. You can also send me links to weird stories that you come across as well that you think might be appropriate for the podcast. So I always find that helpful, and I appreciate all my listeners for making my job a little easier by sending me the stories that you guys come across. Super helpful, super helpful. If you want to call the show, the number is 646-450-2012. And uh, if you want to uh, keep up with what Jonesy's got going on in my own personal world or you know where I might be performing stand-up comedy... Then go to my Instagram, at Funny Jones. Um, I recently got booked in Dallas. I'll be going back to Dallas a month from today, November 16th through the 20th. So if you guys are in Texas and want to check me out, I'll be there. And I'll be up in the Bay first week of December. That's, uh, those are the only real out-of-state travel plans, not out-of-state, out-of-LA travel plans that I have in the foreseeable future anyways. Um, other than that, I'm always doing shows locally in SoCal, and including shows coming up in Long Beach and San Diego. So, yeah, follow me on the gram, at Funny Jones, to keep up with all of that. And uh, if you guys want to help out, uh, please consider leaving a review of the podcast on either Amazon or uh, Apple Podcasts, also known as iTunes. 
And if you want to support the show by joining the Patreon or buying me a cup of coffee, then uh, the website is weirdafnews.com. Anyways, appreciate you guys, and uh, we'll see you tomorrow. And good luck with your life, man.